Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. The lowly downtown bus station. Long a staple of many a downtown over the years, the iconic bus station has long been featured in movies and television as a place to arrive and depart. It's also the way for those who lack any other form of transportation to get from city to city or to connect with public transportation hubs in a particular city. The irony is that these bus stations are worth more dead than alive. Imagine this. You can't get there from here. The inner city bus system, probably one of the most overlooked parts of public transportation for those people who are unable to afford any other way of getting around. You've heard songs, you've seen movies, uh, the bus, the lowly bus has been celebrated and woven into a part of American fabric. What's happening now is that these downtown sites are being closed, being sold, and people are being displaced, the very people that rely on these. For some cities, they're pushing the bus terminal out in the middle of nowhere where nobody can connect to anything. In other cases, it's called curbside service, where the bus pulls up to the curb and you mount it. The problem is, if you're trying to connect bus routes, getting off one bus, getting onto another bus, want to get something to eat, showing up at a weird hour, there's no resources for you. Nothing to keep you warm or cool. No place to eat. No place to be safe. You know, this this is not going well. And some cities have the nerve to actually be hostile towards, for who, for many, this is the only way they can get around. They don't live near an Amtrak route. They're not necessarily connected to public transportation and getting into a city, getting downtown, maybe they're a block or two from catching a bus. But the way this is going now with them getting out of the core downtowns, either selling this property to developers or just closing them because it costs so much they can't make the money to support them means, again, that our most vulnerable and our poorest Americans are at risk again. Who's speaking for them? Houston, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Tampa, Louisville, Charlottesville, Portland, and other downtown depots have been shuttered in recent years. Bus terminals in major hubs like Chicago and Dallas are also set to close. Greyhound and other companies have relocated their stops far away from city centers, which are often inaccessible by public transit, switched to curbside service, or worse, eliminated the routes altogether. A a Greyhound terminal closures in one state can unravel service in others, and the closures threaten to break the comprehensive web of national bus routes. Consider this. The number you want to know is $60 That's how many people rode the bus last year. And just so you know, that's double what Amtrak carried. 60 million Americans who are losing their mobility, you know, it's impacting disproportionately low-income and mobility-challenged citizens that don't have any other options. Roughly three-quarters of inner-city bus riders have annual incomes of less than $40,000. 
Inner city bus riders are disproportionately minorities, people with disabilities, and unemployed travelers. You may have heard of this company. Uh, it's uh, Alden Global Capital. Another venture capitalist who is almost single-handedly responsible for decimating the newspaper business. Now they've turned towards buying terminals to resell them. Last year, one of their subsidiaries, 20 Lake Holdings, purchased 33 Greyhound stations for $140 million. Then they turned around and sold those terminals to real estate developers, speeding up the timetable for closures. An important piece of transit infrastructure is being sacrificed in the name of higher profits, said one industry watcher. It's not okay. Bus carriers often try to switch to curbside service when a terminal closes. But curbside bus service can clog up city streets with passengers and a luggage, snarl traffic, increase pollution, and frustrate local business owners. In Philadelphia, a Greyhound terminal closure and switch to curbside service after its lease ended turned into a human... human uh, human disaster, disaster, mm-hmm. and a multiple a municipal disgrace with people waiting on street corners. In Cincinnati, the Greyhound Terminal downtown closed last year after sale and relocated to a suburban area far from public transportation. Uh, isn't that counterintuitive? If I need the inner city bus to get around and I'm getting into a city where I need to make a connection and I can't make the connection because I'm out in the middle of nowhere. What's the point? It's not all negative. Let me at least give you a, a, a light, a bright light. One promising model is Atlanta where Greyhound opened a new 14,000 square foot dedicated terminal this year with financial support from the federal government. The station is used by other inner-city bus operators and is near public transit. Some public transit advocates note that train stations are more anchored and less movable than bus stations, and in many cases, they can serve as dual train and bus stations. Milwaukee and Boston, for example, have also have municipal, municipal inner-city bus terminals located next to train stations. Well, duh. If you're going to make this work, for everybody. Because mobility is a thing. That's what we talk about on this show. We talk about mobility and technology. But if you can't get there from here, what's the point? And really, 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 cities and towns need to make this a priority. If we're looking out for everybody, if we claim to be the richest country in the world, we should be looking out for our old folks. We should be looking out for disadvantaged folks, our veterans, and especially those folk who are Americans that can't look out for themselves. We can start by something as simple as co-locating city, inner city bus services with public transportation in larger cities and protecting these folks and making it safer for everybody. Because if you can't be mobile, then you can't be independent. And isn't freedom of mobility the American way? And why should it be for everybody, not just the select few? Everybody should be able to be mobile in America. Everybody. And we should facilitate that. And this is not rocket science right here. This is easy, this is easy fix. It's a really easy fix. Because most cities and towns, you probably have some uh, public transportation hub somewhere. 
build the inner city bus terminal next to it or nearby so people can make that exchange, remove the friction, make it seamless. It is not rocket science, and you're not talking millions upon tens of millions of dollars to do it. That's the other thing. This is not big money. A little creativity, a little bit of time, and a little bit of caring could go a long way for people who don't have any other way of being mobile. Everybody deserves to be mobile in America. We are the Tech Mobility Show. To learn more about the Tech Mobility Show, start by visiting our website. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. The website is a treasure trove of information about me and the show, as well as where to find it on the radio across the country. Keep up with the happenings at the Tech Mobility Show by visiting techmobility.show. That's techmobility.show. You can also drop us a line at talk at techmobility.show. Did you know that Tech Mobility has a YouTube channel? Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. Each week, I upload a few short videos of some of the hot topics that I cover during my weekly radio program. I've designed these videos to be informative and entertaining. It's another way to keep up on current mobility and technology news and information. Be sure to watch, like, and subscribe to my channel. That's the Tech Mobility Show on YouTube. Check it out. Are you tired of juggling multiple apps and platforms for meetings, webinars, and staying connected? Look no further than AONMeetings.com, the all-in-one browser-based platform that does it all. With AON Meetings, you can effortlessly communicate with clients, host virtual meetings and webinars, and stay in touch with family and friends, all in one place and for one price. Here's the best part. You can enjoy a 30-day free trial. It's time to simplify your life and boost your productivity. AONMeetings.com, where innovation meets connection. Get started today and revolutionize the way you communicate. Social media is the place to be these days, and we're no exception. I'm Ken Chester of the Tech Mobility Show. If you enjoy my program, then you will also enjoy my weekly Instagram videos. From the latest vehicle reviews to timely commentary on a variety of mobility and technology-related topics, these short features are designed to inform and delight you. Be sure to watch, like, and follow us on Instagram. You can find us by typing the Tech Mobility Show in the search bar.